Hello, welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? Yeah, just standard. Feeling all keelied up. Keelied up. Trying to figure out who's Bill, who is Bill Clinton. Yeah, who's the real Bill Clinton? Who is this rabbi man named Bill Clinton? <laughs> reformed rabbi. No, re, yeah, reform. Who cares? Reformed rabbi Bill Clinton. Fuck that kid. Um, all right. So, as people can probably gather from that little bit of preamble there, uh, we've seen the Game Awards. We've watched the Game Awards. We're aware of what's going on at the Game Awards. And we're not going to talk about that little shit anymore, but we're going to focus on the games that were announced. Um, we might briefly touch on touch on some of the war- the awards actually to get things going. Uh, what'd you make of the game of the year winner? It's not what we picked, but it was obviously the. It was it was between one of the two, but it was going to either between those two. And to be honest, I don't care. I'm not. I mean, don't care. Like I'm not angry that God of no, War no, did no. not win it, because everyone said that Elden. Some people who've played both have said Elden Ring is the better game. Some people, not everyone, but. It's hard to... I mean, I obviously haven't one. played Elden Ring nearly enough, but um, I feel like it's just more of a case that like, Elden Ring does something new, whereas God of War... Pretty much ups, the same thing as the anti, God of yeah. War. Yeah. It just ups what it was already doing, which is, you know, like, it's bigger and better and more badass, to quote, you know, Cliff Blazinski and all the stuff he used to say back in the day about Gears of War, but, um, but it's not anything new whereas they kind of took what they'd already established the the from software formula that was working very very well for them and then they made it open world and they um which is not necessarily an original idea but actually made it uh, work i got the game of thrones man in yeah george railroad martin whatever his name is yeah that's what they are clearly has to stand for um so ray 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 martin (laughs) uh yeah well let's go with that because uh, he pulls off a mask and he's actually Ray Martin. Ray Martin. That's where he's been all these years, Ray. This is your life, fuckers. Um, all right. Ray? So, yeah. Uh, look, wasn't wasn't stoked because yeah, money was on God of War, but I, I get it. And actually, felt like God of War was going to do the job for a while there because it felt like they were on the way to sweeping everything. They going into those final couple awards with game direction and all that. They'd already picked up six, and then then they came head to head with Elden Ring. Because yeah. Elden Ring, between the two, they were in the same category six times, and they split it down the middle. Did three they win and three, three, and three in the end? So what was the one? Uh, I mean, it was game direction and game of the art. year. That and what was art. the one? That, oh, it's all art. Okay. And then there was, I think, audio or music or whatever. Yeah, well, God of War won the two audio contests. There would have, it would have been. No, they wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been competing on acting. But um. No, yeah, let me just double I can't check. But yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you're right. Like God of War won six things. Elden Ring won four, including Game of the Year and Best Direction. So there was, you've already, we've already nailed the the Elden Ring ones. Then outside of it, so what else did they have? It was uh, Best Narrative, which was God of, God War. of War. Best Score in Music, which is God of War. Best Audio Design, is God of War. Then Elden Ring won Game of the Year, Best Game Direction. What was the other one they had? Uh, RPG. Well, that might have been it. Hang on. Oh, and uh, best art direction. So that's the three. That's the they... four. For, that's the four. Well, not the four, but when oh, yeah, sort of more right, and three, three, three split. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With you. And um, of course, as we should say, Christopher Judge, well and truly deserved. Didn't shouldn't have been or, up or, on stage or Al Pacino. Or Al Pacino. I don't know which one you wanted to get. To. <laughs> I mean, who let him out of the house? I reckon there was a lot of people that saw some old bloke tottering up there and going, it's not Al Pacino. It's 
not what I remember Al Pacino looking like, but I haven't I haven't seen Al Pacino in years, so I was just they like, both that people, can't be right. They both people have seen Al Pacino in ten years. It's like that last movie you was in, and popular people just say, ah, uh, yeah, good question. Yeah, I don't know. And he clearly hasn't done any work for a while because he can't read a teleprompter anymore. So he can't read or he can't see. He can't see. It. He... Yeah, he can't. He can't see the teleprompter properly yet by his own admission. So um, during this during the actual event, but anyway. Um, so yeah, that's that's the game award stuff. Um, but we'll kind of focus in on, I guess, the as we start to cast an eye forward to 2023. We don't even have that many episodes left. In fact, I haven't even checked to see how many episodes left we'll we'll actually have. But um, casting an eye forward anyway. The game awards is big because of the the game outs. If if we're world being perfectly premiere. real, so given that lots and lots of world premieres, it was a really really big one. I'd I'd say it's probably Jeff's best showcase ever game awards opening night live uh summer games fest kickoff all that stuff jeez he's he's got a lot to live up for next year yeah it's gonna be a hard act to follow now but uh we're gonna kind of pick through and i guess we're not going to discuss the entire thing because there are so many games that were announced and shown off and and myself and jess are putting together a full written thing on the player 2 website that people can kind of start to check out as of well by the time the episode goes up they'll all be there um we there was so many game announcements we split it into three parts um, so anyway, go check out all those for kind of thoughts on every single game, but we're going to kind of focus on our top five or so games each from the event. And we might start by discussing a game that both of us had in common. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we'll get, we'll get Star Wars we know, away. That we know, we know had in common. There might be others, but this one we've actually discussed. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, I'll throw it over to you first. What'd you make of it? Well, it's pretty much the same party tricks they showed in Jedi Fallen Order preview. And to be honest, you don't have to sell me on it. I'm already sold. When, when I, oh, but the man, the best thing about it is stubble beard. Is, oh, yeah. I was like, wow. He's like, he looks so much more badass with just a little bit of growth of beard. It's like, I wasn't sure if he's having a midlife crisis, which he probably he is because he's a Jedi on the run. On the run. <laughs> of course. As they like, point fugitive. out many times during in order and they even do so in this trailer as well but and then they show the coolest trick of all where you pick up a stormtrooper and use his own gun against his fellow conrad could you do that in fallen order or did you I just pick him so. up and they kind of they were just like i think you could just pick him up and just throw him like like 10 pin bowling i don't think you could use a gun against yeah them. maybe maybe couldn't shoot but i feel like you could use him as like a meat shield or something but i don't maybe yeah. a shield yes but not Oh, as a yeah, can rattle gun. clap back. Yeah, um, yeah. I was I was really impressed by by what they showed. Um, we all kind of knew it was coming. There'd been plenty of little teasers, announcements there. Uh, but I don't know. I've, I feel like my expectations are really high, and they still managed to exceed it, which is probably a pretty damn yeah. good sign. Um, it's not my number one game from the from the show, but it's it's definitely definitely right up there. And now we know. I mean, now we have the official confirmation. It's coming in March. You know, fantastic. I don't know how we're going to get time for all of the games that are coming out in that window. We'll talk about that kind of Q1 block um, later, I'm sure, because it's absolutely insane Um, and maybe ends up becoming the basis for an episode next week. We'll see. But, um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, Also, too, that when they start, oh, there's a collector's edition of for Jedi Survivor. I looked at it like, oh, that's tempting. Sort of price, I thought, yeah, pass. I went as far as putting it in my cart and then I saw that they wanted to charge 60 US dollars to ship it over here. 
which what? ended up like it took the whole thing that was already nearly it was 300 600 US dollars, dollars. It took it to 500 bucks Australian to, to bring the thing out here. And I mean, that's still awfully tempting to get the, the lightsaber, like a functioning lightsaber. Well, not functioning, I guess it doesn't cut people in half, it. but like, yeah, what a shame. I just, I couldn't. I'd rather like wait until I find myself in America or something like that and go over to where is it that they. Oh, it'd be like Disneyland or something where you can buy yourself a, oh. a proper action. Well, I thought it was going to say somewhere like really, really dodgy somewhere. like, let's try to figure out. Black like, market oh. lightsaber deals. Yeah, just somewhere in California there. Yeah, probably. Um, Let's do away. What was the What was the next game on your list? Because obviously that's our number one now, covered. If that is my number one. Um, oh, it's, it's a tough one. Um, I'm going to put in, I'm just going to say Judas. Done. Oh. I thought, okay, cool. That's that's another one on my list. Uh, what I call Bioshock, Bioshock in space. That's how I see it. I mean, look, Ken Levine's the guy who created Bioshock in the first place, and this is I do. His I, team I, did, I would have yeah. known it was he made Bioshock if it did have the words from the creator of or maker of Bioshock. Yeah, right. In the, in the, very, in the very first. Oh, oh okay. Like so, the first ten seconds. Like, ah, oh, see, so it's a Bioshock game then, and it pretty much does look like a Bioshock game, but it does look terrible. It no, it looks looks amazing. Looks very good. I'm in space by the looks of it. I'm or could that could be a dream in space? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. The way Ken's brain works, you'd, you'd have no idea. Um, I'm really interested in the whole thing, like not just because of like how good the game looks, because it is really, really Bioshocky, and yet he like it's definitely not a Bioshock game, and they've got a team that is working on the next Bioshock, and this is like he's doing his stuff for Take Two, which is the you know 2K same company that is owning this Cloud Chamber studio who's working on Bioshock. So it's weird that they've kind of got an actual Bioshock game. And then a game from the guy who created Bioshock that also looks a hell of a lot like Bioshock, all but it's not Bioshock in development. The same, but it's not Bioshock all in development at the same time. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to begrudge Ken from doing his thing. Like he's he's a genius. Um, he's made some of the best games of all time, not just even through the Bioshock games, but even System Shock and some of the stuff he'd done prior. But um, and he'd been involved in Deus Ex and all those sorts of things too. So like his credits are greater than most people in this business, but. It seems odd that uh, 2K would go, yeah, it's all right. Oh, sorry, Take-Two would go, yeah, sure, no worries. Like, we'll have a game that's exactly the same as the franchise we want to keep going anyway, but not make it that. It, it seems odd in that sense, but who cares? The game looks amazing. Um, and he's been working on it for basically, well, Infinite came out 10 years ago. So he's had he's had a decade. 10 years. 10 years. Um, and I did see someone tweet out, like someone had quote tweeted the trailer or whatever and said, this is my, the game I've been working on for the last six years. So, you know, this um, clearly the, the core of the idea of what's become Judas has been in development now for quite some time. So it makes me hopeful that maybe 2023, like it's a really fast turnaround, which is the thing that um, Ken and Irrational copped criticism for when it came to Bioshock Infinite because they announced it and then delayed it and delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. They drop dates and it would get delayed again and all that sort of stuff until it eventually launched in 2013. So maybe the game is really, really deep into development at this point. And it's you know kind of coming towards the back end of the thing, and so they can they can say, okay, let's announce this, and don't worry when when you see us next, there'll be a release date attached or something like that. So that's kind of my hope with that one. But setting that aside, the game looks pretty sweet, right? It does um, well, have companions by looks at this time? Well, yeah, that's that looks kind of maybe cool. I don't know, find out. Some man in a hat. 
or that could have been a different trailer. I can't remember. All I remember is not Chuck Norris. I know Chuck Norris is where it had in a game, but that's not the one I was Yeah, that's like gangs, no crime city, no whatever it was. Oh, whatever it is. I, I don't care about it. I was looking at it and went, oh, yeah. It's full of popular actors, which means stay away. Yeah, really a good sign. But at the same, same time, that game, I can't even remember its name, but that game looked pretty cool in the end. So, yeah. Not but there, are the, there are the warning signs there, so we'll just... Let's all like let's keep in mind what Matto has just said for whenever this game actually comes out. I'll have to double check the name now. It's going to bother me, but um, oh, but yeah, I guess I, I guess we'll toss it back to you again then because you've basically like you've stolen my number one, you've stolen my number two. Um, so we've been able to whack about both of them. This could be a short episode. Now. Like this is like battleships. It's just guessing what games you had. I mean, how many how many uh, world premieres were there? It was like twenty old or something, forty or something, and forty. That's of two for two. And I've I reckon. Another... If you take a look at your list and go with the one that you reckon I'm most likely to have picked outside of whatever's left, and we'll see if we cross over. Okay. Or I feel like there should be at least well, the game that I think's the most obvious that I'd pick. I know you wouldn't have actually picked, but um, but another one that is right up there for sure. Um. I don't think I, I, I honestly looking at my list. I don't think I have it. I might out of nowhere, but I don't. Shoot, shot. Whatever, you, whatever. Yeah, whatever you think uh, I'd most likely have gone for. Go with that next. Next. Uh, yeah, go with that one next. And also, that game was called Crime Boss Rock Hay City. There you go. Well, on my list, I've got Hades Two. So we've crossed over again, but it wasn't wasn't the game I was expecting it. To oh, be. it was a different one. Oh no, and oh man. This is going to be the shortest episode ever. Well, it's a good thing we've got a couple reserves, right? Uh, well, yes. you've got one. I've got two. Well, there we go. That's all right. I know that, I, again, like my number one game from this thing, I'm certain you haven't picked, but... Oh, no. Is it, Return, is it Returnal on PC? Is that the number? <laughs> no, no, it's not Returnal on no? PC. But... Or is it the mobile game that just took an absolute piss take out of... I can't remember what it was. It was about a 20-second adverse, but it's like... I can't remember what it's called. I just well, Vampire Survivors got confirmed for, for mobile. Yeah, that's the one. I think that's the one. Oh, it was no, just a, that was the short ad. It's just, oh, it's on mobile. It's free and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. But Hades 2, I haven't finished the first one. I, I, I still close. haven't started the first one. <laughs> oh, good idea. Well, I th- almost finished it and then died a lot. But this one just looks exactly the same and I don't care. I'm already in. I don't care what the story is. It's just probably going to be the same level-based shenanigans like the first one. And I'm all for it. And I was trying to remember who Hades was. Because I was trying to figure out if I, if it was the main guy in the first one. And I thought, hey, oh, that makes no sense. I'm a lady this time. But no, he's not. He's the man with the beard. Wherever he is. I mean, the whole thing was kind of fascinating. The way they kind of portrayed everything in the first place. And then, like... I mean, they announced it was a super giant game straight away. It was the first game of the main award show that wasn't, you know, wasn't pre-show stuff. And, um, like, it was clear... They announced it was super giant straight away, so it all kind of made sense. I did have that prick of feeling very, very early on in the piece because I'm like, the headpiece, like, that's very Greek. So maybe maybe it is Hades too. But they kind of did their best to kind of avoid making it super, super crystal clear obvious um, that it was that until eventually they kind of show the the green and red eye like oh that's Hades 
like the the, oh. the fact that the, the main character has green and red eyes. That's if you check any of the key key art, even for the first game, you'll you'll see those green oh, okay. and red eyes. Oh, but, um, okay. So yeah, okay, great. Clearly Hades, and then they showed gameplay. I'm like, okay, now now it's all obvious. They they tried their best to not make it super obvious straight away, but I mean, if you know, like, if you if you know your Greek gods, then you'll recognize a little headpiece that looks kind of Greek and go connect the dots. So either way, well, the game looks pretty sweet, and it's like it's accelerated. I mean, I've been talking about for a while that I need to play Hades, and now that there's a sequel on the way, I absolutely need to hurry up and play Hades. Yeah, I need to. Fit- just finish it and then I need to go back and play Jedi Fallen Order and remember what the hell happened in that nah, just watch a recap video for that one no, you've already, I want to play it again it. I want to go fight old Bong Bong or whatever its name is Mate, oh, yeah, the frog Mate, the frog. You've, you've got The Witcher 3 coming out in days days no actually if this when this airs it'll be 11 o'clock the next day Jesus it's on a Wednesday 11 right, a.m. Well, I won't be playing it till Thursday, and it's just gonna. Let's be honest, it's not gonna happen. But I will give it a go. I just can't wait to see you try. Oh, I'm gonna try. You just you watch. Maybe I'll just put it on Twitch and just watch me cry, and cry that I can't because, do any like, of the you're, side you're crying, missions. You cry. No, I've like, been trying to hold them open. You've been no, I'd be crying because hours. I can't go do the frying pan mission story thing. Sorry, I've got to skip it. I'm trying to finish. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do the frying pan. I've got to do the actual story. I've got to do the main game and just ignore everything else. And it's gonna make me cry. It's just gonna yeah. suck. Can't get all those Gwen cards. Can't do nothing. Um, can't fight. Just have to dodge yeah. everything. Nothing. Good, good luck with it then. Alright, I'll, I'll throw out the next game then, in the hopes that no. the fourth game Ooh, for here us we go. is not Ooh, one here we both go. have in common, but I still can't help but feel like this is the one that I figured you were going to potentially go with. And it's appropriate that I've gone with the fourth game, because it's the fourth game in the franchise, Diablo 4. No. No? I, I thought you... That. Oh, holy shit. I mean, look, it was just a CG trailer, so really my hype's all based on the fact that all the gameplay previews and stuff kicked out, uh, like, a day, a day prior. Um... And I, I'm not I'm not feeling as confident. Like I, the the leak had already happened prior to the event that said it was going to come out on June sixth, and then which is oh. awfully close, like the sixth, the sixth, twenty three, for for a game that's all based on hell and all that sort of stuff. They nearly had everything fall into place for them. Maybe they can put the game out at six sixty six. Uh, no, that that's not a time. Um, at six o'clock on the sixth of the sixth. Well, if you do six six o'clock, six minutes, six seconds. Yeah, they, they'll the have to try and do six. something with it. Like it's they're, they're two thirds of the way there. Well, they missed out on the six of the six. They've um they're 12, sixteen years late. They did yeah. that with some stupid horror movie, and no one gave a shit. I remember that. I don't so know yeah, I mean, the, like, all my hype's kind of based on the previews, but yeah, the I'm not su- feeling super confident about that date because as soon as that kind of leaked. Then reports came out the day after that that was basically like the morning of the Game Awards for us that uh, people from Blizzard were feeling mighty stressed about that release date and the fact that they, like, the amount of crunch they were expecting they were going to have to do to get the game done. And with the way that the industry really kind of gets up in arms about crunch these days, I feel like that's going to put a little bit of pressure in t- internally and all of a sudden the game gets delayed because we can't ask our employees to wor- work more than the standard 40 hours. So let's 
let's dial things back and maybe it becomes a September release or something like that. But Jim Ryan won't go away. I mean, holy shit! Like, Get out of here, there, Jim. there's there's a whole episode in that at the moment. Like the, that Activision episode, uh, that scenario is getting messier and messier. Have you seen the latest updates? Uh the, the FTC suing yeah. them. Yeah, MTC suing them. Microsoft saying it's a done deal, giving them the a ten F- year. Jim Ryan's on the floor crying. While the FTC apparently decided the fact, and there's like a series of tweets they put out to kind of summarize stuff in a more public facing sort of way, but they. In one of their tweets, they were highlighting the fact that when Microsoft was talking to the European Union about the deal with Bethesda, they must have indicated it wasn't going to affect other platform holders. So, uh, yeah, like PlayStation and Nintendo, but all of a sudden, Starfield is exclusive. So now... One the game. FT- one. Well, yeah, but like, that's the first example, of course. The other ones, you know, like uh, Ghostwire and Deathloop, oh, already, there was already agreements for those, so they couldn't... They couldn't well, they accepted they weren't going to rip those up but like the very first opportunity to uh, you know kind of stick to their word and they didn't so well apparently so the ftc is pointing this out and saying well they did they promised stuff to people then and they didn't go through with it so what's what's that mean when they make their promise to playstation it's all right it'll always be there and suddenly it disappears anyway that's a really ugly situation but but even that could have a little part to do in the whole thing because that's that's under activision blizzard so like Diablo, I mean. So, who knows? I don't know. Um, it's it's messy, but yeah, I'm I'm super really really keen on the game. So, bring on June sixth or whenever the hell the thing comes out. Or September, whatever it is, whenever it's ready. Yeah, when it's ready. Yeah, I'll just I'll be happy when it's ready because the game looks incredible. Um, and those CG cutscenes are just typical Blizzard brilliance. But that's a whole other thing, anyway. Um. I guess over to you then with your fourth game because oh, I wasn't expecting. I was, was, was going to say you can give you another go unless I take another guess of one of your other games. Oh, you could absolutely get like I've got one game left now in terms of the you know the actual five. And uh, oh, I'm pretty sure you don't have any VR games, do you? Or has you got one? Uh, if there was one there, you'd know what it is. But no, I didn't pick it. Okay, so it's not Horizon. That's good because I didn't pick Horizon. I've got, picked... I've got Burning Shores as a backup, the the Burning DLC Shores. expansion. Because oh, why, when, when why Aloy goes to Hollywood, when Aloy goes to Hollywood, that's yeah, and then the Hollywood absolutely... side gets ripped apart in front of her. What a fun time that would be! Ah, uh, no, mine is Viewfinder. Was that was that even a VR game? I thought it was just like a perspective kind of. They were doing quirky things with perspective. Oh, I don't know. That's what I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure I out if think it was a VR, VR game or it was just I... a first person game. I'm just looking at it going. Wow, you can use pictures and make platforms out of it. I thought that is impressive. I was amazed. I'm just double checking the Steam listing now, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no full control support stuff. No, it's, it's a normal oh. normal game. It's okay. just um, oh, I couldn't even tell. The, I couldn't even tell. Maybe because I was getting so mixed up. There's other VR games mixed in. It was actually probably one to be honest. There's only Horizon with its bow and arrow just showing it. Well, there was that game called Behemoth as well that was there. That was a VR game. Oh, yes. And that looks pretty sweet, um, though I feel like the sickness would kick my ass because they tried to, like... Well, they didn't demo it, but they kind of implied that you might be, like, climbing up the side of a cliff, but in VR. Oh, if I no. look down, that's that's it. I'm done. Shrek, I'm looking down. <laughs> um, Don't look down. But at the same time, it's a pretty good choice. Um, I was pretty impressed by that game. 
Yeah, so I was sort of more interested that you just use actual, well, not actual photos, just use photos to create a platform. I thought, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's probably someone else has might have done it. Not like that, but sort of, you know, like, I was going to say doodle jump. That's probably the worst example you could use. Yeah, not a great example. Not a great example, but it does look exciting. I didn't actually see what the release date was, but when it is, I shall or may play it. If I can find room for it out of all the other games that are coming out in 2023. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do worry about the game if, in, if it does come out in 2023 in terms of actually getting a bit of spotlight. But at the same time, I guess the front half of the year is currently stacked. The back end, not so much. The only thing we can kind of assume is that Spider-Man will probably be in there. But that's that's about the only thing that seems obvious for that block of time at the moment and you know anything that maybe gets delayed out of that first half of the year because that first half of the year is completely and utterly insane but yeah i don't know we'll we'll see we'll see in that space um i guess over to me my fifth then and the game that yeah i feel like probably the most obvious that i would have picked um i presume for most people final fantasy 16 um oh, yes. that's, that's important. Uh, look, there's there's games that I'm now leaving on the table. Like I don't, uh, the, or one game in particular that I'll maybe shout out after I'm done with this, after you're done with yours. But yeah, Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing still. Um, it's the the latest release date in the year that we know at this point. Um, that's it got its June 22nd release date, and um, I guess that's not a bad thing to kind of be last off the rank because you can maybe just have a bit of breathing room you don't have to worry about what's breathing down your neck in terms of the next big release but um uh, yeah i'm just uh, i mean i love final fantasy so the fact that it's kind of going back to the more traditional fantasy style thing rather than kind of the more sci-fi edge that they've had in in lots and lots of other games over the years um and certainly more recently is good i'm really really keen on that and they seem to be firing on all cylinders they've got the guy responsible for final fantasy 14 who fixed that whole mmo up to come across and and work on it and be the head of it, and that just bodes really, really well. So, um, the game looks awesome. I pre-ordered my deluxe edition as soon as it went live. Thanks, JV. Um, and I'm now just sitting here waiting for the possibility that the big giant collector's edition with a statue that I totally don't need but absolutely do um, gets made available as well. <laughs> because it seems odd to me that that EB doesn't have a collector's edition available yet. Yet, which is why I think yet. that's which is why I think that's going to drop there sometime during the week. We'll have to see what happens. But yeah, anyway, Final Fantasy 16. It's my shit. Can't wait. Over to you. Because uh, I, I suspect you don't have much to say when it comes to Final Fantasy 16. No. I've played... And how many have there been? 16? 16. Played cool 16 cool ones. I've played one of them. And that was Final Fantasy 3 on the DS. <laughs> I was getting excited because I thought the DS 2 was coming out. And then I realised it's uh, Death Stranded. And... Oh, see, that's a game that nearly made nearly made the cut for me, except that I still haven't played the original. So yeah. I just felt confused the whole I played, time. Kind of, I thought, oh, yeah, the baby's grown, then the baby got shot. I thought, oh, well, that's the end of that game then. Yeah, that then, they they showing a bit of hate towards babies there, like the the accident and it gets okay, thrown not, out not of the... Not Let's just say he, Okajima's got something against babies. Bibbies. Or, yeah. or bibbies. Whatever he's... Not always probably is, but we shall find out. Or I won't. I haven't even played the first one. But I'll give some honourable mentions out first before I get to my final one. I give one honourable mention to Suicide Squad. 
Yeah, that, and they did that, a really good job with that too. Cutscene was great. I mean, I was I was a bit surprised because there was actually four characters in the cutscene, which sort of threw me off because, you know, Gotham Knights. <laughs> and to be honest, that four minutes of cut that they showed was probably more exciting than what Gotham Knights cutscenes were altogether. Pretty much outside of the beginning. I, mean, I think it was mainly because of Boomerang and just cutting the Flash's finger off with his Boomerang. That's, that's nothing dirty. That's what he actually did. Yeah, he cut his finger off. By accident. And then, and then we see good old Batman appear. Or possessed Batman. Yeah, uh, possessed Arkham Asylum, Arkham Origins, Arkham City, Arkham Knight Batman. It's in the Arkham first, people. And then I was going to put this game in my list until I played the demo, which was bespoken. And then... Oh, you've tried the demo. I haven't even gotten that far yet. I've got the PS5 here ready to record uh, Player 2 Plays for it immediately afterwards. Well, I won't say anything then. I'll let you have your own thoughts. Oh, I can say, okay. No, feel free it's... to share your thoughts. Like, I've spoken to Max Cooper was... from, um, yeah. for the players, like... and he loves it. Oh, does he? I'm the opposite. It was but like, I was, was like, I, was... Yeah, I know, but I felt like I was playing Shadow of War again. It was just this really big space, nothing in it. Oh, it was... okay. Felt... I felt, I just going around and thought, this is boring, man. Like, it was fun to fight one crocodile, and that was really it. I'll have, and, to, see, I'll have to see we go then. But, but that's just me. Like you said, I'm not a big JRPG fan, so I might see it a bit differently. To but at the same time, the big, it. like, you know, open world, no, nothing in it is still a potential concern, though, and that doesn't matter whether you're a JRPG guy, G, JRPG guy or not, so. But that's beautiful see when you get there but my well, not, I don't know if it's my number it's not my number one because Star Wars was my number one but this one well, I don't know where I put it but it is the Cyberpunk 2077 DLC yeah right Phantom Liberty I loving it Idris Elba yes that's the other thing I thought oh they got another cool actor to come in and just be an absolute badass not, not a popular one, just a good one. I'm more than happy to have good actors. Yeah, that's that's all you game. want, right? Yes. I was hoping he had his British accent. He doesn't, but that's okay. I can live without the British accent. But it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Wait, sorry, that was that. your actual final game. That wasn't the... Um, no, that was my final image. game. Yeah. And, yeah. No, that's. I mean, it's a good choice. I was really impressed by it. Now, and that's despite you know, obviously not having played Cyberpunk properly yet, because fuck them from the beginning. But I'll have to go. I'll have to go back to it because yeah, that looked really, really good. And obviously, everyone's talking about how much better the main game is now that it works. It works. It does look boring. There's some activities, people, actual people in the streets. No cars flying off in random spots. Let's just, really let's just get ready for the Witcher. Again. Let's just get rid of. The- yeah, oh, I'm, oh, I'm ready. Don't you worry about that. Which oh, four or mean, the remake? Oh, you mean the comes first. Oh, yeah, the remake of the first one. I think the remake will years. come first at this point. Oh, well. That's fine. Who oh. cares? It looks like... I'm sure it'll be awesome. The fact that they're not doing... Like, it's not a one-for-one remake. It's them just taking, like, the story and all those sort of things, and they're just making a new version of The Witcher 1. I guess more like a Final Fantasy VII remake-style thing is exactly what oh. I want to hear. Well, that's probably a good thing because the combat in the first one's just shit. Not not the old Republic style. Just you click it, and you just swing, and you don't do anything else until 
somebody dies. So we can go back to just having full-on yeah, combat fun and hopefully Geralt's beard Open world will, will be grow. there. All that sort of stuff. It'll be good. New, new, frying, new equivalent of the frying, pat, uh, frying pan mission. Frying pan? Yeah, I don't know what happened. No, no, I don't think there's anything that excited that you can't top the frying pan mission. It's... Okay, fair enough. Well, um, obviously I've already had my number one, but just to throw a little bit of love to yeah, my kind of backups there, which was, as I mentioned, Horizon Bur- uh, Forbidden West Burning Shores. That DLC is going to be sweet. Cannot wait for April to play that one. Um, and it promised me to now make sure I go chase down that platinum before it comes out. So I'm kind of only on. Right on so if anyone's got a PS4, oh yeah, you're playing it on PS4. Suck yeah. eggs. Um, and the other game is one that is I, I think it's going to be amazing, but the whole mode of delivery for it is weird. Uh, Valiant Hearts Two or Valiant Hearts Going Home, um, Ubisoft game. Do you remember like Valiant, Valiant Hearts was one of those UbiArt engines? Remember that Child of Light? Um, oh Valiant yeah, Hearts, yeah. I, I was yeah, I was trying to think of the. The um, games saw that, yeah, the funny art one, the war yeah. one. Yeah, war exactly. One. Yeah. Um, the I mean, the first one was amazing. It was a you know legit console game, all that sort of stuff. And then this one is exclusive at the moment to Netflix. Wait, not, not on? What? No, Damn. so like it's uh, the Netflix mobile app. Have you, do you have Netflix? I do. I didn't, know Netflix were, I didn't know Netflix were making games now. Oh yeah. No, they've they've been doing it for a while. So like, if you get the Netflix mobile app or on the iPad or whatever, there's, I'm just quickly booting into mine now so I can kind of talk through it properly. Um, download. Oh, so I did, I did find it weird when the Netflix logo came up for it showed the game. I thought, what's Netflix got to do with anything of this? Like, this is a gaming show, not a TV show or television. I can't remember Oscar's how to access stuff. it now. Because yeah, no one uses the app. Everyone's got it. On their smart televisions. Well, yeah. No one uses an app no more. No, I've I've completely forgotten how to access it on. The, or, or did did I download them from the store and then? No, um, like so basically the Netflix app acts as it doubles up as an app store as well. So then you download it. And it's like so I've got some Netflix games, Arcanium and Lucky Luna that I haven't actually tried out yet. But like they're just free; they don't cost you anything because it's just part of your monthly like your oh, payment so it's just to a Netflix. Shitty Apple Store. Well, but heavily curated because Netflix not isn't really trying to create an app store of like the equivalent of you know the Apple one or the Google Play or any of those sort of things. So they're really kind of picking and choosing what they want. And Valiant Hearts from Ubisoft is absolutely like a really good get. So. I'm keen to try that out when it when it comes out, and then eventually pick it up on PlayStation when inevitably it comes across at some point because they want more money or something. But um, really, really keen on that one. Any other games you want to shout out, kind of as a last minute thing? No, I can't remember the rest of them. I just uh, looked at some. I watched a lot of them and just thought, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Didn't really excite me. Just move on. I mean, Wild Hearts is cool. That's obviously the Monster Hunter like from from EA. That crash team rumble there. game can fuck oh, right off. Honestly, oh. I, I thought Paul's going to be over the moon with that oh, game. No, it's like you're talking about, oh, it's going to be another crash game. This is what we got. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not great. But I oh, actually, it. I no, right. there's yeah. actually it's not actually a game related. But they showed more of the Mario movie. See, I'm liking what what they're showing. Yeah, about. that's what I'm going to say. Like. I'm sort of can't get used to the actors because I think it's just because we've been so used to like characters from the games. Like we used to have that other guy who's not doing Mario. Oh yeah. Um. Well, geez, why am I? 
His name Mark. Oh no, he's <laughs> not. Um, I can't remember his name. But Charles, sort of, Ma Charles Martinet. Charles, yeah, because he's not doing it. Chris Pratt is, and then the only so so far one that I've got that's a good that's a good pick is uh, Jack Black. Jack Black is yeah. But I watched that trailer and all the snippet, and I thought, you know what, it might be rubbish, but I want to see it. See, I don't even think it's rubbish. I'm all in. I reckon this is going to be a genuinely think, funny movie. Yeah. I think even when you see all the Toads, all the Toads have their own personalities. you got just normal Toad, and then just all the other ones just yeah, casually like, just chatted, going, going around the business, business, going about their business. So, yeah. yeah actually, a little comment oh, about his brother going to die just to, like, get them to part the crowd oh, yeah, out of the way fast. Like, that was a nice little like, punchline. Like, well, he's, like he's, he's fine he's trying to part that crowd. And it's the stuff that Nintendo themselves would never do in a game, but you can get away with in this setting. So I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, they're, they're ticking all the boxes there. But yeah, um, I guess in terms of some other things that yeah, kind of popped up, Wild Hearts was definitely one of them. Um, I'm just quickly skimming through my big list because it's still a working document that I've got to put together for these other breakdowns from the Game Awards. It will be live by the time everyone actually sees this. But anyway... Um, uh, you mentioned EA that Immortals of Avium or whatever it was yeah they showed um, absolutely nothing except like someone putting his hand up and going well I have a hook for a hand fantastic yeah so it's, it's all behind the, um, a paywall EA so fantastic oh, they, well, they gave themselves a the name like EA something I don't know what it was it's the EA originals thing that's where originals um, give, give me a break EA. no but they've been doing it they've been doing it for years it's the it's like their indie supporting program so they basically finance the indies and then oh. as soon as they like they only take the money until EA has been paid back at which point the indie gets all the rest but oh, they get sure. all the but they get all the EA marketing stuff they've been doing it for years that's what It Takes Two was one of those um, you well, remember like sense. Unravel and you know, the, the Unravel yeah. games Unravel 2 yeah um, Wild Hearts is one of them as well oh okay like they and that's not really indie but it's like they will throw this like it's actually an awesome thing that EA is doing and they've been doing it for six or seven years now oh I'm shocked I'm just used to the EA being absolute uh, scumbags and putting everything behind oh, a yeah. paywall. I don't blame, but oh, don't blame me for thinking that. Um, the new Bayonetta was kind of cool. Oh yes, the, yeah, totally different. Really but yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Scars Above, which is kind of that Tomb Raidery game, but set in space. Um, Another for one. what it, for what it's worth, uh, I'm I've got a demo of it that I've been sent since. There's a public-facing demo that's available now, but I've got like a different preview build that I'm playing at the moment that people can expect to see a preview up on the Player 2 website real soon um, based on that. So um, I haven't actually played it by the time that I'm recording this, just to be crystal clear, so I'm not showing my hand anyone. But yeah, anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, and otherwise, yeah, that's that's the Game Awards done. There was plenty, plenty of cool stuff there, um, plenty to enjoy, not too many bad moments, I thought. Just, <coughs> but one dickhead to ruin them. Well, all. yeah, one one dickhead. Um, and the wrong game of the year was was awarded. But anyway, that's can't win them all. Um, all right, we'll wrap things up there. I reckon we might have uh, just from looking at the calendar, what maybe one episode to go for the year. I think if I've got that all right. So, um, thirteenth, twentieth, yeah, yeah. Next week's episode will be the final one of the year. So, um, we'll. We'll come up with something good for you, or we'll just whinge and whine about how hard twenty twenty three is going to be to play everything. Or we just talk, we just have a whole episode. Oh no, let's do that if we ever land on April Fool's Day. Just an episode dedicated to Jim Ryan, crying Jim on, Ryan, flying right. Jim Ryan, dying Jim Ryan. 
Oh, Jim, Jim Ryan. Fuck Jim Ryan. Anyway, um, we'll yeah we'll, we'll wrap things up there. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes more Patch, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patch, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. Uh, actually, I'm going to shout out Dev Diary. Dev Diary episode 100 is live this week. Um, so make sure to... Check that one out. Um, thank you to everyone who's tuned in over the years and will continue to do so. Um, it's it's been it's been awesome, and I've got a nice big guest working on a really big game that. Well, I'm not gonna totally disclose it yet publicly, anyway. But uh, yeah, that's that's crash, a thing. Crash Rumble. It's definitely not Crash. Um, thank God for that. It's a game that's ten times cooler with claws. Oh right, shing. That how they come up is a shing. Um, but anyway, Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, I got Hugh Jackman on board. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/play2au. Keep a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives, and finally, there's Twitter. Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is Player2au. And until next week, the final episode of the year. Thanks a lot, as always. Uh, all hail Bill Clinton. Hail Bill. <laughs>